Wolfgang and Mark. What's going on, guys? How's it going? Fantastic. How are you? Doing well. We're, hang we're hanging in there. <laughs> hanging in there, dude. Hanging Getting excited. I'm excited, too. I'm excited to talk to you guys because you guys are rolling through Fort Wayne, and uh, it's going to be a great show on March 21st. Hell yeah. I can't wait. Dude, this is going to be good. Now, let's talk about this tour. We got the Young Guns tour, Mammoth WVH. We got Dirty Honey. It's co-headlining. This is going to be just an awesome rock show. I've never seen either one of your bands live, by the way, and I've heard nothing but good things from all of my friends who do rock radio all across the country who have seen you guys. So this show is going to be awesome. I want to know, what does a co-headlining tour look like for for you guys you flip-flop every night how does that work yeah we uh we flip-flop uh every night i believe it's it's divided equally um with each of us we play the same set time um and yeah. then one of us flip-flops in closing every night so it's a true Dude. uh equal thing going on now did you guys know each other before this whole thing came about or were you guys just partnered up somehow i think we knew of each other we didn't know each other personally but um we do have the same booking agent who was kind enough to book us on some stuff um at the end of last summer together a bunch of radio festivals and then we did a headlining show in columbia south carolina and you know kind of wanted to test the waters of, of each artist together and you know it went really well and um obviously there's there's an admiration for one another um just being the two you know bands that are carrying the torch of rock and roll if you will um for the next generation so now wolfgang i gotta ask you i watched the video for your single epiphany and i love the fact that it's, it's shot in like a live setting was was that shot at one show or was it shot um, specifically for the video? How did that work out? It was shot at three different shows, but it was one when we were opening for guns uh, that pops up near the end uh, for a little bit. And then two, yep. I believe they were the last two, two headliners of, of the tour. Man, that's cool. How was opening for guns and roses? Mind blowing. I saw you played some song, you know, got on stage. And oh yeah, it was, it was amazing. They're, they're all such wonderful people. And just to be a part of that whole operation. So, uh, yeah. So when, when you get that phone call, Hey, Wolfgang, do you want to open for Guns N' Roses? I mean, that's an instant. Absolutely, right? Of course. It's like, no, it, well, actually, it's less an absolutely and more, really? Yeah. Wait, <laughs> I know? can do that? I'm allowed? Like, can I ask <laughs> you guys want me? It's like, okay, yeah, absolutely. Hell yeah, dude. Man, I know. I actually just moved to Fort Wayne. I was living in Fargo up oh, wow. there for a long time doing rock radio, and I had tickets to that show, and then I moved down to Fort Wayne, and I missed that show, and I was so bummed because I'm like, oh, Mammoth WVH is on that opening for guns and roses that's like an awesome mind-blowing show and all my friends one of my buddies actually told me he thought mammoth actually blew guns and roses out of the water and i'm like <laughs> i'll bring it okay that's that's a statement right there here we go uh, yeah it's uh, it's funny how how uh it's human nature nature to make things compete like i i, I, know. I just i just look at it as it's just a good fun time of of, of rock i don't go like yeah. man they were better than this this is a good time, you know? That's what I said. I'm like, dude, just enjoy both bands. Now, Mark, I want to ask you a question. Dirty Honey, you guys have this unique yet old school sound. What are some of your influences? Like, is it like a Black Crows kind of thing? Like, what, what kind of bands got you going? Yeah, the band that really got me going in the beginning was Aerosmith. I fell in yep. love with um, Toys in the Attic and um, Nine Lives was a big one. Um, but then, you know, like diving deeper into the classic rock stuff, um, I was pretty quickly introduced to guns and the rolling stones zeppelin the who acdc was a huge influence um hell yeah in my life and shining light for me in quarantine was um i got to like have lunch with brian johnson uh for like two hours very random very random story uh but he was so nice and uh accommodating and 
just a great storyteller. But um, as a kid that grew up on like ACDC live, that was like a dream come true, obviously. Okay. Now I want to, I want to talk about that. Cause I grew up on ACDC, the live album. Like that's the first, <laughs> yeah, like, like I remember record. that. Like I'm 39 years old. So I had the live ACDC album. We, we probably all three of us have it. Mm-hmm. And so how did you end up at a lunch with Brian Johnson? <laughs> my, uh, my mother golfs with his wife uh, and they, they all like got in on it and surprised me um, one day in Florida. And I like showed up thinking I was just going to have a drink with uh, some of my parents' friends and, I was, and, and Brian Johnson was like, Hey lad, great to meet you. Bloody hell of the band. You know, blah, blah. it was, it was incredible. And he just raise your hand. If you're jealous, uh, I, I probably only want to bring <laughs> right now. That is amazing. Uh, it was so cool. It was, yeah, it was so cool. But, uh, yeah, he, really he was nice a really, really sweet guy. And, um, obviously a unbelievable rock star. So absolutely. Now, Wolfgang, I got to ask you this because you know, you come from rock royalty. We don't need to get into all that, but I want to know like growing up and you having rock stars show up to your house, probably you got the David Lee Ross of the world. I don't even know all the stories, but was that like normal to you to have like just rock stars around the house? Not at all. And it actually didn't really happen. <laughs> like people would assume that, but it's like, yeah. given that the studio was kind of on the away. property, but away, yeah. you know, yeah. that's kind of where all the, all the stuff would happen. And as a kid, I would just be doing my homework and drawing whatever stupid coloring book shit I was doing <laughs> as a kid. I love, that. At the house. <laughs> I love that because your parents kept you grounded and normal. Like that's, that's what's up right there. So it's like, you could say, yeah, my last name might be Van Halen, but I'm not like one of those party kids who are out there on the. Yeah, I don't. I don't have trip. a. I don't have a Coke problem on a yacht or, or something like that. No, no that we know of. That we know. Yeah, of. Yeah, that we know of. That's right. Right. No, I'm just a loser who plays video games and has uh, bad social anxiety. Yeah, hey, you know what? We all have bad social anxiety. I do radio <laughs> so I can be in the ro- like a room by myself every day. Ask my therapist; she'll tell you right now. You know. I think I think everybody's gonna have it after uh, COVID. Yeah, dude, a hundred percent. Now I have a really crappy band. We're called Howdy and the Hey Hoes. Howdy and the Hey I want to know, we play really bad rock shows. Okay. We play the worst rock shows, Howdy and the Hey Hoes. And what's the worst show you guys have ever played? Just like the worst gig ever? Worst um, gig. Worst gig ever. Oh God. There's so many of them, honestly. <laughs> worst mammoth gig or just gig in general? Gig in general. I don't care what band you were in or trying to be in. Okay. I specifically remember... I was at a band called Tremonti for a little yeah. bit. Oh, I know Tremonti. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, there was a uh, listening party for the, so they, they had a first album then I played on the next two and we had a listening party uh, for that. And we played a show where we had the new songs, except um, Mark's guitar tech didn't have any of the tunings. Right. So every time he handed him a guitar, it was completely out of tune. And so there were so many times where we were just standing there 10 minutes at a time going, I don't know what to do. And it was really bad. <laughs> Dude, I thankfully love all the fans there were very happy to be there just to be in the room to hang out with us and Absolutely. have a good time listen to music but man that was uh it was uncomfortable or also when david lee roth um cut his nose with his bow staff on jimmy kimmel live and i was, I've at, never seen that. I was at that show <laughs> really yeah. yeah yeah where dad al and i just had to but the thing is oh uh, man the three of us were chameleons and we just sat there and had fun jamming for 10 minutes while dave you you guys did man. do it well you played it well you you <laughs> filled the time nicely i mean you I don't think you could expect anything less. Um, mine, I remember we were playing at a bar in Santa Monica and like kind of like a fight broke out and uh, the PA was on stands and it like fell over and literally bashed Justin in the head 
he was oh. concussed. Um, <laughs> and then we played there one more time and completely destroyed the place before we went on tour with Slash. Uh, well, dude, I that was our it. sort of going away. That's cool, dude. That's cool, man. I appreciate your time, guys, uh, so much. We're going to be seeing Dirty Honey and Mammoth WVH at Pierre's on March 21st. Guys, thanks for your time. Thanks, thanks so much, Hunter. Take care. All right, dude. See ya.